Hey, hello, my lovely podcast friends. How are you doing? How are the listeners of this great weekday comment and information service doing? And is it a profitable moment? How? What are you doing? What have you been up to until the past week? Simply let, uh, leave me a message. You can tweet me at Lodebeckhoff or you can simply drop a comment and a question below the comment sections on SoundCloud, on Facebook or all those beautiful social media channels. Well, we're gonna have a fully stocked, a fully loaded show, so let's get the ball of profitability and fun going on. First of all, this week we had American Independence Day, so that means some talks about some talk about American independence and declaring your independence from the government. The solar jobs, how to profit on it and the efficiency of it, the Illinois bankruptcy and the Chicago style genocide, always terrible. Busting, we're gonna bust the gold, some gold myths that are you frequently hear. On the weekday, every show we have a great comment about Trump and what he is doing. So it's time to have a chat at the Trump border wall with Mexico. Why it's needed and how he can pay for it. Just some options, not sure which, but he is gonna do. But let's hope that he is gonna do it because it would be great. And a final moment, final talk about the hammock together that I have to do. Yeah, home improvement with tool, and I have no technical skills at all. So that's gonna be fun. Yes, it is. Well, first of all, it's time for American Independence Day, the 4th of July, and around this time of the year, a lot of countries celebrate independence. Not only the United States, but also France, and all the former colonies have gained their independence, with exception of a few one. And for those few, there is the big question, is it interesting for them to gain independence or not? To give you an idea, the Netherlands has a small Caribbean island as a colony. There are living three and a half thousand people, and they had a new legal status. And the Dutch government sent it over a few hundred bureaucrats, and the bureaucrats were having a look at, for example, how we operate free speech and free media. And the governor of the island said, we don't have a radio station, we don't have TV stations, we don't have our own newspaper. If you want, begin one, but for three and a half thousand people, it's not profitable. So, it's interesting. Also, chats about uh, football games and the violence related with it. The only thing that they forgot was there is no football team. So some taxpayer money down the drain for just nothing. And I, I don't mind that people from Northern Europe and the Benelux want to go on the Caribbean. I mean, seriously, I can't blame them. Although the weather is lovely and I'm looking at the moment outside the window and I'm looking at the beautiful blue sky. There, It is a, just one thing why should the taxpayers pay for it why can they not pay for their own thing and their own holiday oh well it's just some thinking but it is what you see now is that uh, if you look at the united states of america the country that started the revolution and there is on youtube a song that's called the 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 shock that's uh, you should check it out uh, i believe it's called the shock of the uh, the fire that shocked the world or something like it it's from schoolhouse rock it's just uh, trying to uh, check out and explain the entire the american independence war but on, if you look at the current american tax system then the taxation from the federal government is higher than king george ever would 
hope for and it's more than the people stood up for and launched the Boston Tea Party because they said uh, taxation without representation is not a fair system and I would simply say taxation is not a fair system and if you then look at the United States the country of the land of the free at least that's what they say and then at the moment there is the big Trump thing going on and we have to speak out for press freedom and we have to speak out that we have many for, for the opinions of everyone this sounds maybe strange for my for me as that I'm a Trump supporter and I'm not an American citizen but I would sincerely say morning Joe and those people and all those faith lifted celebrities yeah I'm not watching them I but why are they mocking? Why is MSNBC mocking that the conservative media who is now allowed into the White House and allowed to press briefings are spreading hate? I mean, if you don't like it, don't watch it. That's the easy thing. But the fact is that all those conservative media are profitable. The most profitable news medium is Fox News. One of my favorite radio programs, uh, War or Rain Air Root or Root for America, whatever you want to call it, is great. Just got a new deal that the TV version of the radio thing will go to Newsmark Television. So it's happening. And if you look at the privacy, I would always say it's time, it's always valuable to speak out in favor of privacy. It's what Edward Snowden did. And if there was a land of the free, how is it possible that he is at the moment living in Russia? Did I not got a notice from that the KGB is from now on in the business of protecting press freedom and protecting whistleblowers I'm not really sure but for the Rhino it's not their business at the KGB they offer friendly services which they are really good at and people are still talk about KGB so at least the FSV is really good at their business but is really this what they need to do and if you don't speak out for privacy, if you are not allowed to have things private, then you end up in a private state. And if your defense or first reaction is simply, I have nothing to hide, I would simply say, everyone has something to hide. And it's not really about what you have to hide, but would you like to know that the government knows with who you have an intimate affair and what you are doing in bed and in your bedroom? I don't know, but I'm not really comfortable with that idea. So, on that side, I would say that it's time for you to declare your independence. That's all this. Just declare your independence from the state. Make it easy. Just do it and get it out. And you could, for example, have a look at the tax strikes and opportunities that you have by executing one. Having said, it's time to move at the solar jobs. And that was after some media appearances that solar energy is booming. And yes, it is. Solar energy is doing well. However, people forget to notice the negative things about solar energy. And don't get me wrong. I would say put all the roofs full with solar panels. In the Netherlands we got next year elections. And I'm working with a few parties in Eindhoven and in other towns to get them as far to put on all the traffic lights and on the street lights solar panels for two to pay off the city debts because all the towns in the Netherlands have high debts one to operate the thing itself and one for the area which is in because if the government does something it should really improve the people and the neighborhood so simply say to them well here's the money from it it is approximately 15 euro a month for every uh, traffic light 
But hey, it's just that you could say to a sit to the neighborhood, do something with it. What do you want to do? What are the things that you like to do to improve the neighborhood? So just doing that. But if you look at all the big solar energy projects, they are heavily subsidized. And I'm just wondering if the consumer is not prepared to pay for it, why is it prepared to pay for it in taxation? And why not simply get all the bureaucracy and all the red tape and all the paperwork out of it? Just allow people, if you're on building, you're on property, your ground, and you want to put it full with solar panels, have fun, do so. We don't mind, have fun. If you think you can make money out of it, do it. To, but to give you some small facts, there are 374,000 solar jobs. And those 374,000 people generate 0.9% of the electricity in the United States. There are over 100,000 wind energy jobs and they generate 5.6% of the electricity. There are 160,000 coal jobs with 30% of the electricity. And there are 3 hundred and ninety eight thousand natural gas jobs with thirty three percent of the electricity and this shows that if you have put someone to work for one hour solar energy is really an inefficient operation solar energy uses the most uh, rural land up, uh, from all the energy sources and i would simply say put all those man hours that you don't put them into finding new green innovative things that's profitable don't talk about subsidizing it no just profitable make something that would work as a business case for example to give you an idea about a green company it was a dutch technology firm they developed a product for a niche market they financed it roll it out and that's it they had they have rolled out in the Maldives, an island nation in the indian ocean and they are heavily dependent on motors, bikes and bikers for all the transportation. Well, what they were doing, and they said from well, that's really and really uh, bad for the air, the air is bad there. So what they did, they figured out some way that the bike would use 70% less energy, would drop out 70% less toxic gases. And because the people were poor there, they combined it with the lease contra uh, option. It's profitable, it works, they make money out of it, and the environment and the climate gets an improvement. That are the things that we need to see. Not high paying things and subsidies. I mean, you see now in the Netherlands, they issue wind farms uh, concessions to put your wind farm in sea. Nice. But they put uh, hundreds of millions of uh, uh, subsidies in it. To give you an idea, they, they are now spending around 10 billion a year in the Netherlands in energy subsidy. And I was just wondering, why not simply get the subsidies out, put that also in innovations and say to the technical universities, we have in the Netherlands three and one specialized in food and agro stuff. So simply say to those four, figure out ways to improve the climate, make sure that people can eat around the world on a profitable way and we can improve the planet living. You get two and a half billion a year for it to figure out new ways. Find something. I mean, if it's concrete or whatever, I mean, I don't care. Just come up with about new ideas and 
make errors, do things wrong, innovate. I mean, if you never try, then you never make. If you never make, if you never try and never make a mistake, you will never invent anything. And you don't have to go for the big invention. You can also make small inventions and small improvements. I don't care. Just get it out. But on this way, you can get things on a more sensible and a more economic way out. And I do know that it's not really the thing because wind energy is hot and I'm a big supporter of renewable energy but I would always simply get all the tax out and all the subsidies just make the business case workable having said it's time to go to the business case that's not so workable and that's Illinois with Chicago as we all know the state is almost bankrupt they reached some form of a budget deal to avoid a uh, complete collapse and if you look at the state then the problems are big I mean don't forget this is Obama's hometown and if you look at the, the ge pure genocide that's happening with tough and tight gun control regulations they have over 200 uh, people being killed every weekend it's insane they have areas where the police advise you don't go there I mean it makes no sense and I'm just wondering why are the city and the state not reducing spending because especially there is it in uh, Chicago that they had the first successful tax strike people said literally we don't agree with this we put on the strike we go to strike and after this strike we will talk to you but that means that people really believed it was a good thing because literally they were have, having the risk of losing their home and if it are just a few people definitely they are gonna do it but when the thousands of people are going to get the attack, go on the tax strike, when the media gets coverage for the tax strike, then the city is at once way more careful because there is media attention. And I am just wondering on one easy thing. Does the lack of morality and the lack of spiritual essence and influence in the town is, the, is it the big reason? Is that why politicians think are spending like there is no tomorrow? Is that why the government is subsidizing badly managed companies and not simply says well we're gonna privatize the company, we put it up for sale? For example the garbage collections, why not simply put it up for sale? Um, for my, I mean put it on eBay for my part, say we're gonna hold an auction, you can buy it. Make it a bidding, uh, invite companies who think they can do it better let them have a chat simply say the rubbish and the garbage is from you we are not we want to give them we want to we will you can do it what you want uh, we want you that you're not going to ask the, the people money for it do with the rubbish what you want so you can reuse it again and over two years we're going to stop asking people for the money that means that you have two years some money in to pay off some debt after that you can simply improve the allow people to have more money in and while the people have more money to spend then you see that the local economy is gone because then people buy more things so I do I do yeah I realize it's not gonna happen because that would mean that politicians have to reward people for spending less and that's something that governments are unable to do and that's a really sad thing then it's time to have a look at some the gold miss and to debust some gold and for me to have some snap of, uh, of a quick coffee uh, and how can people survive without coffee seriously I don't know anyway so uh, the gold miss so anyway, debusting some gold miss uh, you see that 
there are a lot of myths about gold because gold is slowly increasing in popularity and the interesting part is that now it's increasing in popularity people are looking at it and they are talking about it and it is popular for over a decade now and uh, it's interesting to see that you get the same myths in so I thought it's not a bad idea to debust some gold myths first of all gold is no utility some people say and this is something you will only hear from bankers and insurance companies or to say differently people who put paper money in the markets and who have uh, no actual interest in gold or any physical commodity unless the trade and the storage which they are no longer doing and don't forget that insurance companies the investments that they make to cover their uh, the payouts that they have to do to you are for them tax deductible so when you have to pay the tax they don't so it's for them not interesting then the second one gold is from the past and cryptocurrencies are the future well definitely this has some value and some truth i mean cryptocurrencies will play a role in the future but there's a hype going on you will get every new day you will get new currencies being issued for a lot of things and some make sense some make no sense I mean, we all know Bitcoin, we all know Ethereum, but who knows Goldfish? And I'm a really big supporter of the Goldfish cryptocurrency and the idea behind it, because it allows people with a few bucks to gain their access on some physical gold or silver. It's interesting to see. But with over 700 cryptocurrencies at the moment, can you tell me which one would survive? And as we are talking about our retirement and our money, I would simply say, don't bet on it. Take a look at it and just take a gamble on it. No, then people say there is no upward in the gold price due to Fed interest hiking, interest rate uh, increase. Well, for this you have to consider for your insurance, the insurance that you have. Would you calculate the value on a daily basis or on a weekly basis? No, you have an insurance so for the cost. If something goes wrong, you want to have the money in. Well, but when the, inter when the Fed started with the rate hikes in 2015, gold and silver went up. Next to that, there is a big political uh, uncertainty, Brexit, Kim Il-sung, President Trump, Russia, I mean, there's, uh, the problems in South Africa, there's so much going wrong, so many risks at the moment, that, and with everything that happens, gold has the great opportunity to go up again, and then, means that you could make money. That means that every time that the lunatics, uh, the lunatic dictator in North Korea with I still want to know why he has no kid, is there a problem down there that we need to know about? It would explain his behavior. But he launches a rocket, gold goes up, you make money. That's the way I like it. Now, now people say that when gold crashed, uh, when the economy crashed, the gold crashed with it. So, and this is basically not true historically is proven gold is resilient from crashes from crashes currency collapses and so on just some just some examples argentine brazil russia indonesia south korea iceland the united kingdom the financial crisis of 708 gold up the great problems in india with their new currency system and uh, efforts to stop tax avoidance it's tech gold is up well then you see that people say that as number five ordinary people can make money in gold due to the market manipulation well first of all if they manipulate the price down it means that you have the opportunity to buy more with your money that's the first thing that you have to consider the big question is more is gold or silver manipulated and what is for you due to your fiscal regime best way to invest in 
just some folks and think about it um, but next to that banks are more and the, those who are uh, engaged in the manipulation are mostly engaged in the future market not in the physical market so don't trust the paper market go for the true go for the for the true thing that you could literally get shipped to you and you have to think about is it a smart move to get the gold shipped to you because i don't know or silver i mean for example if i would uh, buy an investment in silver and uh, physical silver and i say ship it to me i have to pay vat over it so it could be a wise decision to simply store it abroad outside the hands of greedy incompetent bureaucratic politicians and then we have the final part gold pays no interest rate and this is true i mean gold pays no interest rate so does warren buffett's investment company Berkshire hathaway they they also don't pay out a dividend next to that you have a lot of socialistic countries who pay the government bond yields to 50 percent but just wondering are you really interested in acquiring a venezuela government bond would you trust uh, Zimbabwe's government bonds would you trust at this moment Eritrea government bonds I don't know I'm not really uh, trusting them so where do you want to put your money when you put your money into the greedy incompetent politicians who fit who swell who like spending like there is no tomorrow or you put your money there where it has an historical uh, value and it has an historical track record but if you are investing for the cash flow yeah then gold is not a good thing but hey you should get other things for it and so let's have a look at uh, this is really 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 my favorite thing because i can say what i like about it and it's also great i mean it's time for the trump comment moment what's trump as the potus slash president of the united states doing on and today i thought it was a great thing to talk about financing the border wall well first of all we'll see we saw it in berlin walls work i mean people stopped fleeing in the masses from the east from even soviet union to the west so it works we see it in here in israel where they build a wall against a palestine and terrorist it's going down you see now that they uh take the terrible measurements to grab a knife and put a knife in people because they don't they are now unable to get their bombs in well the next step is from in my opinion get the knives out and that they should stop with violence and start living i mean if you see that abbas said from well that area where i'm not that popular don't give them electricity then they don't get water that would start likely a new war that's good for my political career yeah playing with human uh, human lives and kids and, and children who are gonna die just for your political career uh, well you have to you have to, you know really you have to do that and if you like if you really like that then do it but i don't think it's a smart move but back to the trump border wall with mexico to keep the illegal illegal immigrants out and one thing i'm not against immigration i'm a big supporter of my immigration but can someone who's against all those measurements against illegal immigrations explain me and answer these questions why would you reward people who go the illegal route and punish with it the people who take the legal route to give you an example if i would go want to live in the united states then i would be a few years busy with administrative bureaucratic red tape paperwork the quick route for me would be easy get in a holiday flight to mexico spend a day in the hotel in the resort take the bus get over stay there it's it's not i think the fair way i mean if i w would live there then i would say i would go for a bureaucratic way that i can prove that everything is right but 
with a waiting line for people who want to move in and playing it by the rules why would you punish those people why would you punish people who play it by the rules who just follow all the bureaucratic measurements and when you do it and you but you allow illegal immigrants to move in because they went the illegal route and I will be easy on it simply don't do it uh, don't reward this but what you could do what he could do for example the sanctuary sitting cities get funding to for the violence and the problems illegal immigrants cause well this is already a good reason why you should not have them but why not withhold that funding simply don't pay that money and say to the start building the wall with the money you save and say to them kick out thousand illegal immigrants a week thousand a week that would mean if we, if we consider they only work on working in days Monday to Friday 200 a, day, a working day Monday to Friday 200 lock them up get them out that's all start constructing the wall at the same time with the money and simply say for every illegal immigrant you kick out you make they make place for an illegal immigrant it would also be a good way well the second way is to easily put solar panels on the wall I mean south of the United States big space you could build uh, simply solar panels on the wall and then you would have a beautiful green wall it would increase safety it would be it would be helping against the uh, global warming it would helping against cli uh, climate change it would create local jobs you could uh, create a lot of things you can create electricity and you with that electricity you could simply finance the wall well then you could always simply use the money that you, re you repossess from the drug cartels if you repossess it simply build a wall with it and as final part something I would really uh, would be against but okay it's an option he could launch an import tariff from goods from Mexico and the reason I'm against import tariffs is that I'm really a supporter of free trade and really free trade so just let people trade the way they like it that's more the way I would go for it and for a lot of those in Mexico um, making this stuff is not really a bad thing well then having a last comment on an hangwalk I believe it's called like that at least it's on the box uh, I won it at the online the supermarket uh, there was a victory chance of uh, 80% because they said well if you, you have to buy uh, two pack products from one brand if you buy them from the cafe then if you buy two and you leave your receipt in a box then you have a chance to get it well there were five receipts in it we were four we had four of them in so we had an 80% chance of it so we got an hangwalk and today I'm gonna put it together and I really look forward to doing it because if I look at the weather the, the sky is blue the Sun is up it's getting 30 degrees the barbecue is put together and ready it's just also lovely and well with those lovely comments I'm gonna leave you what do you think about it do you agree with me on gold on the Trump border wall do you agree with me on Chicago the soda jobs the Independence Day and more of it what do you like to hear about tomorrow? I mean, let me know what you think. I look forward hearing back from you. And hopefully you send me a tweet. Let me know what you think. And don't forget to spread the word. And uh, let's inform people of everything that you're going to say and think about it. Because the more listeners the show has, the better it is. I will say cheers and talk to you tomorrow.